Welcome to Tita Talks. My name is Sonia Titipopolo and I'm your host. It is a great privilege and pleasure to welcome Jessica Deutsch. Jessica has been engaged with art for most of her lifetime and has over 30 years of international experience working in New York, London, and South Africa, sourcing art for VIP collectors, selling important entire collections, identifying and promoting emerging artists, curating art exhibitions, and carrying out luxury cultural travel with entree to private collections for small groups. She started her journey at Sotheby's New York, where she was the director of public programs and created educational experiences for collectors in art, fashion, jewelry, and more. After Sotheby's, Jessica then established her own business called Arts to Life, which expanded her original Sotheby's programs from North America to taking collectors and cultural enthusiasts to countries around the world. After living in South Africa for three years, Jessica has focused on contemporary African art and currently she is hopeful and excited to be working with a NFT gallery in London, which just opened a gallery space in New York City. A year ago, she was diagnosed with cancer. And today, we are talking about the healing power of art, a self-care tool for you. And we will hear Jessica's personal story. Welcome to Tita Talks, Jessica. Thank you, Tita. It's lovely to be here. We're delighted that you're here today. Jessica, in the presence of art, we may experience inspiration, wonder, and even hope. It can spark our imagination, creativity, thinking. It can inspire us to feel empathy, joy, and our internal awareness and capacity for transformation can expand through experiences with art. Scientific research has demonstrated how people actually benefit from exposure to art. Moreover, there are social prescription programs in which doctors prescribe museum visits, art classes, and so forth. Art is healing because it forces you to forge a connection between your mind and your body. Art is healing because it connects humanity with humanity. You have said that central to all of your work is the belief that art is important to life and that art can heal. Tell us about your healing journey from when you were diagnosed with cancer to what you did to heal with the art around you? Well, it wasn't a conscious decision that this was how I was going to heal. Yes. It was simply what my life is. Mm. And I was not aware that I formulated my life in this way. Oh. Other than it always thrilled me to see the faces of people who were studying with me or traveling with me 
or who I was helping buy art, just to see the light in their eyes was always a thrill. Huh. Um, when I got sick, yes. I was simultaneously starting to work with the NFT gallery. And I didn't know a lot about what I was doing other than I was going to be looking at a different kind of art, which mm -hmm. was digital art. Yes. And I had to learn about it. And I immersed myself in my computer it was almost perfect that this art was digital because I had to look at it on a screen. And I found myself in a very different world that was fantasy, that was a different kind of reality to this reality. Mm. And I would say that if I looked at what was new and different, in different centuries that shocked people. Yes. I was suddenly looking at what people were doing with technology that was blowing your mind away. Wow. And so my mind was not on being sick. My mind was learning what these people were doing wow. and exploring their world. Right. And so what I went through was totally, in a way, an unconscious process. Okay. But I was going on Facebook and looking at different groups at the same time about what the people were saying about cancer. Yeah. And I thought, I don't relate to this. Right. And I don't really want to read this because I don't feel this. Wow. And slowly I started thinking that this is how I've led my life. I've never been in a reality. I've always put myself in a different reality because I had to, in order to give my participants a different viewpoint. Mm. And now I was doing it for myself. Mm. So that if I had to go for chemotherapy and I came home after this infusion and I had my children rushing around, are you okay and what do you need? Mm. I really just wanted them to go away. I wanted just to be with my computer screen and looking at these images because I didn't think about being sick at all. I, if I look back now, I did not feel ill. And that's quite remarkable to say. I'm having this very mildly, I thought. I'm having a very mild cancer, but right. it wasn't true. I was probably having, you know, just as severe as everybody else in terms of how I was feeling or how I was reacting to medication or whatever. Right. But, but I was not thinking about being sick. Right. Not once. Right. And well, nor was I afraid that I was not going to come out of this okay. In my head, this was part of the journey of life. It was a bump in the road. Right. I was going to go through the process and I'd be fine. I'd be back to where I was. Okay. And I think that's because I put my head somewhere else, In not consciously. Hmm. Jessica, we're currently experiencing the greatest global transformation of our lifetime. This grand transformation permeates the well being of every aspect of humankind. Wellness and self care is at the forefront of this paradigm shift. And with the right wellness and self care tools, we can reset our lives 
forge a new pathway forward and live a happier, healthier, longer life. Good health is our most prized possession as you've experienced, right? Generating a positive mindset of confidence, enthusiasm, strength, and joyfulness. And that can trigger a life of optimum achievement. Yet vibrant health does not happen by luck or by chance. One must take the necessary steps to improve their health and well-being. Jessica, how do you feel about doctors prescribing museum visits, art classes, and so forth to improve their well-being? Or art programs similar to what you offer with Arts to Life? Well, I think it's a combination of all of that. I am a doctor's daughter, so I grew up um, with a father always being on top of me about my health or watching every little uh, twitch that happened to my body. And I grew up in South Africa, always very respectful of medicine yes, and what medicine could do. And I always listened and believed in it. So you asked me about how I feel about doctors prescribing. I believe in it entirely and I don't always believe in alternative medicine. I right. believe modern medicine is a science and one goes with it. Yes. Um, in terms of, I love your programs because you address all aspects of wellness and they're all important. It's not just art, it's music, yeah. it's what you eat. I love that you cover all of this because I believe in all of it. In terms of art, Yes. Um, I've had many people who are, have been clients and have become friends yes. and have been at difficult moments in their life. Yes. And I've taken them to a museum. Right. I've told them to stand in front of a painting and not talk to me for 10 minutes. Wow. And then tell me what they're seeing. Yes. And I watch the change come over their face. Yes. Because they actually went from seeing maybe a river to stepping into it and being, let's say, in Venice, in the picture. Our philosophy is that true self-care relies on utilizing all four pillars of a healthy lifestyle. That's exercise, nutrition, rest, healing, and mindfulness meditation. This is our formula for health, happiness, and longevity. And when these four pillars are in alignment, we achieve harmony in equilibrium. What is your daily wellness routine and what self-care tools do you use on a daily basis, Jessica? Well, the first thing I do every day yes. is I roll out of bed and no matter what the weather is, I yeah. go for a walk. <laughs> I go for a walk because I guess I grew up in a hot climate. I'm used yeah. to the out of doors and I don't want to feel trapped inside. Yes. So no matter where I've been in different parts of the world, yes. the first part of every day is getting out the house and going and walking. And um, often when I was traveling, I was in regions that were extremely cold right. or in areas where it wasn't that safe. Right. But I got out and I walked. So that was the beginning. Right. Um, because I grew up in um, a doctor's house, Yes. Um, I was, my, there was a strictness about diet throughout my life. Right, right. Um, because although my father indulged in ice cream, 
<laughs> about all there was. We were not allowed to eat in an unhealthy way. And right. we ate three good meals a day um, and a lot of vegetables. Right. And I've kept that in my life. I kept that in my children's life when I was right. raising them. Um, I, I embedded in their heads the idea that you have to eat properly. Right. And so that's always been with me. Um, my mother at age 88 uh, was doing ballet in the garden every morning because she had been a ballet dancer when she was young. I think yours was too. Mine was too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember. I remember <laughs> feeling that affinity with you. Yes. Um, yeah. And there's a discipline you learn with that. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. So um, I also had her as my role model. I can, every time I sit down, I hear her saying, sit up straight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. When you're getting so round-shouldered looking at the computer screen all day. But I'm always aware of like sitting straight. <laughs> um, and uh, so I, as part of my daily routine, it's not just the things I'm doing. It's yes. I'm holding myself in the chair. Right. Um, and Be I always believe that your day should have five parts to it. Right. What does the healing power of art as self-care tool for you mean to you? Um, well, it means it means a lot to me that I'm so well today and that there was something that made me well from something that was very dangerous in my life. Yes. And I'm grateful and I'm realizing today only that something that was unconscious in my life Right. Was, so, was so powerful right. that I had art as a way of switching my mind right. from whatever I was in to a different place. And I never knew that that was what was happening. But I do now. And right. that's what the last year taught me. The last year taught me that art was something that had healed me all of my life no matter what I was going through, mm. if it was the end of a marriage, if it was in my youth, the man, I, the boy I loved rejecting me, <laughs> whatever it was that I'd gone and done something creative, I'd gone and painted, or I had um, taken shells and built something from shells, but um, carried on, I guess I went to Sotheby's, Yes. Art reverberated in me and I wanted to work with it. Right. And it was like central to my being. People say to me, oh, you have such passion. It's you... not really passion. It's just vital to my being. Right. And it's something that it's, it makes you ageless. Yeah, I always... Before I got sick, if someone said to me how old you are, you know, I would say 27. Because that's yeah. what I thought in my head. Yeah. I say the bad part about being sick was that it taught me that life's not forever. It was a lesson. Right. Um, but I'm trying to get back to the mindset that it is forever. <laughs> I, love <that>. <laughs> I love that. Science-based evidence shows that the more wellness and self-care tools and techniques you have, then the more positive daily habits you embrace. 
then the more you not only learn about yourself and what works best for you in your life, but the better life you will live. It's about empowering yourself with the skills to live a happier, healthier, and a more harmonious life. I want to share an excerpt from my book, Sonia's Ring, 11 Ways to Heal Your Heart. Physical and spiritual well-being is necessary for life and growth. It is what helps to keep us alive, maintains and nourishes love, faith, hope, perseverance, compassion, and kindness. All of this is available for you. So reach out and grab what is yours. Is there any particular message that you would like to make sure we communicate and share with our worldwide audience? Well, I think listening to you and having worked with you now, yes, you radiate that. Oh. And so the biggest lesson is that the more you're feeling it, the more you give it out. Yeah. And how good that makes the people around you feel. So the biggest part for me is sharing it. I mean, it's been wonderful working with you oh. in the sense that I feel healed even more than I'm healed <laughs> from doing this program because you've made me look at it. Um, and it's something that radiates from a person who feels well because if you do feel well in yourself, right. you look more deeply into the people around you yes. and you're able to heal them because you don't need to think about yourself. You're okay. You start to think about them well, and that makes life much richer and fuller. Yes. We think of that, That's what it is, I think, really. Um, Beautiful. It's really about being part of the world and yeah. not being just one by oneself. Yeah. It's connectivity. Oh, I just was going to say that word. <laughs> you just said it. I was just going to say the connectivity. Art is healing because it gives humanity back to humanity or it gives humanity back to ourselves. It's a great inspiration to us. Who and what inspires you? You've inspired me. <laughs> Whoever I meet and talk to inspires me because everybody has something to share. Um, is there but I have to be honest, what inspires me the most yes. is my, my grandmother's parents. Thank you for joining us on Tita Talk. Thank you for having the courage to share your story. Thank you for talking about the healing power of art, a self-care tool for you. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> for more information, then please go to www.wellnessworldusa.com and www.titatalks.com. Follow us on Instagram at wellnessworldusa, at titatalksofficial, at melovetitatalks, and at sonyatitapopolo. And follow Jessica on Instagram at arts2life.world. Thank you. Thank you.